Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. We are live. This is Ball vs. Life, and we are back again. This time we didn't wait a month, <laughs> right, JC? How are you What's doing, up? JC? How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. I've uh, I've had better better weeks, but you know, we're back at <laughs> we're back at it. Hot mic. Who if do we got listen, today, bro? If you if you listen to our past pod podcast with this guest, you'll know this is as we said, this is the angel to JC's devil in terms of being a Warriors fan. JC's <laughs> JC's we need both, right? So Charles is our guest. He's he's the the sane one <laughs> as a Warriors fan. <laughs> How you know, doing, I Charles? I can't say that now. I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I don't know if I can say that now, though, man. It's just been crazy with this Warriors news. Oh, that says a lot, Charles. <laughs> if you're, yeah. if you're, <laughs> we know I'm things good. are not great. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. You should you should see the text back and forth, man. Charles <laughs> has been kind of talking me off the ledge for like the past six months. It feels like. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I need JC to talk me off the ledge. That's how bad it is now, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm not man. ready, bro. I'm not ready. <laughs> That's foreshadowing the episode we have today. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, as no. far as Charles, man, how how just how's life been? It's been a minute since you've been on. That's, yeah. No, I I know it, it. It's been a while. Well, well, I've been busy like watching your guys like rap sessions and just open up <laughs> open up cards man because it, it brought back some good memories um looking at some of my cards back in the day and um looking at my beckett to see like if anything's even worth anything anymore <laughs> ah, see? But, man, he's yeah. one of us he's one man. of us i'm telling you man this is why I love those cards man i did for the day like i i would i remember going to uh going to school and then right after it's like I, I, all my lunch money I, I wouldn't even eat lunch i'd save all my money and then I'd run down to the to the convenience store and, and get me some hoops packets. And oh man, we just we just loved opening those things, man. It was it was it was awesome. I wish it were that easy these days, man. These oh, days gosh. it is so crazy no. with yeah. with the mar- I mean guys are like camping out. Mm-hmm. I heard that they do releases at Target on Fridays for most yeah. targets now. Yeah. People are camping out at eight PM on Thursday night just to be able to get it. It's crazy. It's crazy to shoe releases. That's crazy. The new Black Friday. Yeah, I know, dude. right? But for cards. Man, insane. Insane. Hey, I, I just kinda wanna unpack it a little bit. Sorry. I I couldn't help myself but ask, but like so, you know, Tell us a little bit about your collection from back in the day. You know, any favorites? Obviously, you know they're the big oh, names, but I, I kind of yeah. want to get a better idea of the uh, mm-hmm. the genre or the the you know which 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 timeline you are oh, with your okay. cards. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, well, for Warriors, it was like Run TMC. So I have a bunch of like Tim Hardaway, Tim Hardaway mm-hmm. rookies, Tim Hardaway, um, just Tim Hardaway cards. Uh, a lot of T- TMC Run TMC stuff. Uh, of course, I had to collect Michael Michael Jordan. Oh, um, got got some. I got a Scotty. Got an old Scotty Pippen. I think it was like eighty, the eighty eight, uh, eighty eight hoops. Um, and then um, my cousin, he he was collecting cards at the time too. And and this was early hoops, I think. And he had um he gave us like a Magic Johnson. And I think he gave my brother a Kareem Abdul Jabbar or something. He, he collected <laughs> cards way back way back when. We didn't really care about them. He kind of kind of trashed them. So mm. they're they're definitely like ruined and stuff. But uh, it's just cool, like looking back and seeing all those cards like i have like boxes of the what, what do you what do you call the cards that are like kind of nobodies but you have like the whole collection of like i had a, i had like the whole collection of skybox pretty much but i had a lot of duplicates and triplicates of um i don't know like like people Base like you cards. don't even know yeah 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 yeah. Base yeah. Cards. yeah exactly so i had a bunch of those but i mean my, my favorites were of course 
um, my, my Michael Jordan '89 mm-hmm. Fleer, uh, <laughs> and then um, yeah, no, it's just 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 a bunch of that stuff, man. Like, I don't know what my my, my latest stuff is. Like, I might have had a I might have had some Kobe's, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't remember now. But no, that's why I just I like watching your rap sessions because I'm like, oh my god, it takes me back. Hey, I love it. Any Kobe or MJ cards could be worth something. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Pull them out, man. I don't know where they are right now. Yeah. No, I, I, I was just wondering like where you guys store all that stuff because I'm like, <laughs> I know Jay Z has a has a hot shoe select shoe shoe collection, so I'm not sure where he has where he's able to store all those cards now. He's well, selling those shoes to to make room no, for the. Yeah, cards. There you go. <laughs> Pay for rent for the, yeah. for, the yeah. for the for the card storage. Yeah. Sell to size twelves, man. That can store you know two thousand cards <laughs> easy. Go. So you get to go, man. I know, right? <laughs> that's awesome, man. Now I'm glad. I'm glad just because that's partly why we we do it. At least for me, um, it's just mm-hmm. the nostalgia out of it. Absolutely. I know it's big money right mm-hmm. now. Like uh, the market is a little bit crazy, but for me, it's just it. It really is just getting back to that time when we were kids. However, oh, yeah. we would you know, you know secure our packs saving lunch money and just ripping them some you know mm-hmm. I'm glad you're enjoying it bro oh yeah absolutely thanks for that man thanks for bringing back the memories well jc's just buttering you up because we're gonna go to another topic soon that's not as happy <laughs> yeah. to so let's let's think about let's keep in mind mj and kobe cards you have that in your collection maybe they're worth thousands of dollars and let's move forward to the warriors some big news broke today Bad news, but big news nonetheless. I mean, your boy, Wiseman, MC. Oh wait, is it meniscus? Yeah, torn meniscus, and that's. Well, how do you guys feel about that? I mean, I didn't. I didn't watch the game that I got hurt. I know, obviously, you guys did. So what? What went down? What went down with that? JC, you want to go with that one? Yeah. So sorry, I heard the the little baby. <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. I heard real, that right. real time, people. Real time. I'm shook. <laughs> Uh, but basically, uh, <laughs> last night, what had happened was James Wiseman went up for, for a duck. He'd been playing, you know, much better recently in three or past four games where he's showing a little bit more aggression. Went up against the Rockets, uh, Kenya Martin Jr., uh, mm-hmm. and he got stuffed. Oh, man, it was so it was so sad. And when he when he when he uh, when he got stuffed, he kind of fell down awkwardly um, and initially kind of walked off the court and he was just kind of trying to shake it off. So I was just like, eh, you know, 19 year old, you know, the the knees are probably better than uh, than, than how mine are. I'll tell you that. And then um, uh, coming into halftime after halftime, he just didn't come out. They were just like, you'll have an MRI to- tomorrow. And I was just like, oh. Oh my God, what's happening? And then the news yeah. broke today that there's a torn meniscus. So I don't know, Charles. I don't, what, what what was uh what were you seeing? Because I was kind of busy with the kids yeah. today. So yeah. like, you know, some of our other friends were just texting me. Wiseman, Al texted mm-hmm. me with like this little icon of like the 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 graph showing trending downwards. So I was like, fuck, man, what, did, oh, what, is that, what man. does that mean? <laughs> so what did yeah. you see? Uh, for for me, so I, I I don't remember if it was a fast break or if it was a, a pick and roll where 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 Wiseman Wiseman slid uh, slipped the the pick, but basically they they were uh, it was him and Jordan Poole, mm. and then Jordan Poole was able to get get the double, and then he was able to to, to slip a pass uh, in between the two defenders. Uh, Wiseman came came running down the the right side of the of the lane, mm. and then he was about to to jam it, and then uh, Kevin Martin uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. Yeah, he, he he did he stuffed him and then when it was when Wiseman landed from that, 
that's when his 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 knee you know, when he, he he fell he looked okay it didn't look like it was a bad injury but when he fell fell down he was down for a little while so it's like oh but he did get up for the play and then he ran back to the other side and then i think they called the timeout after that <sighs> oh, so you see that's you why i was sure well, you seem pretty bummed out of it so you know like mm. what's uh <laughs> i mean like we've been talking yeah. about this all, all all season you know it's like like well, let's let's frame it this way. So you guys had a good amount of time scouting Wiseman this year. There's been a lot of ups and downs. So before we get into like the injury, how have you felt about his development so far, Charles? Um, it, it's I, I don't know. I, I just like the way I look at it is he's he's a rookie, so he's gonna have his ups and downs. I I try to temperament my expectations because I know this kid only played three high school or three college games mm-hmm. and all high school. So it's it's the, the the level of competition he's gonna play against is gonna be so much different compared to the the fast pace and just the high high level play that they play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So for him to get the right positioning and just to 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 get the um, the cadence to work with his teammates, mm-hmm. that's that's that takes time. I, I know it takes it takes time and takes reps, mm-hmm. and he just doesn't have enough. And then, um, I, but but I I did like what I saw especially early on. Uh, you can see that he had a lot of skills being able to dribble, shoot the three, uh, be able to... His offensive game is obviously much stronger than his defensive game. Mm-hmm. And I think he... I, I did see some progression, but then as a rookie, he has he, he had a little bit of a rocky start. And then with all the, the wrist injury and then the, the COVID uh, the COVID protocols where he had to take some time off, that that led him to kind of... I don't know if digress is the right word, but it, 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 uh, it stopped him or it halted him from progressing forward and being able to continue his development mm. so it's kind of it's 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 kind of hit and miss like i mm. i, I want to see him grow and, I, and I, I feel like i'm going to see him grow and i feel like he's going to be a really good player mm. it's just these little blips keep pausing his development mm-hmm. how about you jc i I, <laughs> I think you have kind of a, a pretty i mean pretty strong opinion yeah, yeah. On, so on this development. So this is where uh, this is where like where you know Charles was the angel to my to my <laughs> devil, just because the whole time, like after all of these frustrating games, I'd text him and I'd be mm. like, "Charles, man, it's just like, dude, we drafted this dude number two pick, and I know we need to temper the expectations. Mm-hmm. He's only nineteen. Everybody's reminding us. Steve Kerr's reminding us. All the players are reminding us. You know, draft experts are reminding us that he's only played." He barely played a whole, you know, college season, mm-hmm. so we should temper our expectations. But for me, I kind of had different expectations. Like I was incredibly frustrated at Wiseman, at least to this point in the season, until the past couple games, because he actually had been playing better. Um, I felt like I thought that he would be better defensively than he is offensively, mm-hmm. just because he has all the tools to you know to at least you know be a, a threat on defense he you know obviously he's athletic he's long mm-hmm. uh, but uh you know he really hasn't shown that much sort of defensive instincts mm-hmm. <laughs> and um so it's been incredibly frustrating to me to watch him you know what what i don't even know how deep we are in the season at this point but like just not show a lot of heart coming into the the season and mm-hmm. like i would i would like we would we would take a, a, a loss and I don't want to pin it on Wiseman, but I would just be like, dude, like James Wiseman, J-Dub just needs to play a little bit more aggressive, dude. He's just mm-hmm. kind of soft out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is 19, but it's just like, 
certain things if you're not experiencing the game you you get you can always kind of hustle like rebounding is a hustle statistic and this is what mm. i was telling charles like you know he's getting two boards like dude if you're seven one and you can jump out of the the gym dude you, mm -hmm. you should wake up with two boards like you can't have just two boards you know what i mean mm -hmm. um and so i was incredibly frustrated at like you know at Wiseman early on just because he just i don't know man he just has not really been playing aggressive and you know in many ways just kind of shy and in many ways kind of soft and scared so it was incredibly frustrating with that said he'd mm. been showing a little bit more progress these past couple games so it's really unfortunate that he kind of got hurt just because it halters his his development and i was kind of curious to see how he would finish off the season yeah i agree i Watching some of the games, and you guys have a closer eye to it, that what jumps out is just the fundamentals are just not there right now. <laughs> I mean, these, I think like his body type right now is a little, it's not even just aggression. I think he's getting bullied a lot um, <laughs> into the positions, basically. <laughs> like, yep. It's not even like without the proper technique and these box outs and, and his, he's just getting bodied out of the, the block. He's even if he's somewhat aggressive, he's he's just getting outworked pretty much. And I don't think, yeah, I just think the physical development is not there because he didn't have a college season. And to go straight into NBA, as Charles said, it's a difficult thing to do. And he, you know, he's, I think it's been overwhelming to be honest. And he's learning on the fly. But yeah, that, that worries me. Honestly, it does worry me in terms of his development. I think he has the, all the potential, but will he put in the work and will he be able to you does he have a motor i guess enough to compete at this level um consistently and that's the thing where i think as a warrior fans i would be i'd be a little bit a uh, little bit concerned i mean do you see foresee him with the structure of the team with dre kind of being his mentor charles being able to help him develop in that or is it too much pressure because dre he's a tough guy man <laughs> you know yeah. it's not easy yeah no for sure he's always going to be in your ear too so mm -hmm. and if you're not if you're not used to that I mean, I, the way I look at it is 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 this. I mean, th does he have the motor? I, I I think he he has to he has to continue to get support from his teammates. Mm -hmm. um, I I don't know if he has the mindset within himself to to do it. Mm. Um, but I mean, I I was uh, like like what JC was saying. The past few games, I, I saw more energy. I saw I felt like I saw a different Wiseman. Just mm. more energy, more heart, going for every single rebound. Mm. Even though he didn't get them, I saw him trying to be in position to, to get them. Oh, and he, and he has, he's had some good plays too. So I, I, I saw a lot more energy, kind of like what I saw in the beginning of the season where he had a lot of energy. Um, I saw a lot more of that. So I, I, was, I, was, uh, I was pleasantly surprised because JC, you know, we, we were texting throughout the season and that's one of his concerns for sure. And it, it got me worried now. I'm like, oh, you know, I, I guess I haven't been following him that closely. And I was watching and it's like I would see a lot of times he would be out of position mm -hmm. just both from a, a defensive standpoint to, to guard guards which I'm not expecting too much from him for right now but mm -hmm. he'd just be so off in terms of, of, of that defensive positioning and and how to guard guards mm -hmm. but later later in the season and I think Steve Kerr's been trying to temper him and, and trying to um, I don't know, set expectations for us mm -hmm. but um, it, it is a bit concerning I I it's hard now too because he had two good games. I just wanted to see him finish out, like JC, mm -hmm. what JC was saying, and see if he can finish strong. Um, I, I think Drake can do all that he, all that he can do, and, and he, he will continue to do it even while he's he's still trying to um, trying to, to learn and, and 
and just recover from this. Um, but it's interesting to me that he does like text with KD mm. every day mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and, and, and Kyrie. Thing, yeah, I know a lot of people, but, but I mean, one thing I would trust from KD, I don't, I don't know if KD is going to tell him this is how you should act on a pod talking to, to Michael Rappaport, but I think he will, but, but I think he will like, he, he loves, I know KD loves the game yeah. and it seems like Wiseman loves the game. So I, I, I think that's, I, I, in my heart of hearts, I'm hoping that that's why they talk because they want to talk about ball and they want to talk about how Steve Kerr's system is and how he can better mm-hmm. be utilized in it or how he can learn from KD, like how to be better in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that's what he's taking, taking from it. I don't know about the other extracurricular stuff, but mm-hmm. I, I hope that's the case. So I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Does he love the game though? Cause mm-hmm. I'm, like with all the, the games that I've, I've, I've watched, I've barely seen him crack a smile and maybe mm-hmm. it's, you know, that's his personality. But yeah. I'll tell you this, like when I play hoops and I don't, I don't want to use myself as an ex- example, but like, you know, having not played for it for more than a year, like, I'll tell you this, like I get joy from playing basketball and, you know, people probably manifest it very differently mm-hmm. when they're out there. But like, I feel like Wiseman does like what, from what I saw, does it quote unquote enjoy it? Like mm-hmm. half the time. I feel like he's putting too much pressure on himself because yeah. he wants to do so good, which is a good sign, mind you. Like, it's a good sign that he mm-hmm. wants to be the best player that he could be. But it's just like, it ends up that, you know, he, he looks like he's just pressing. Because half the time, he makes a mistake. Like, he's kind of like... Moping. Sulking, yeah, mm-hmm. moping. Just kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, slapping his hands. And we all, we, we, we all been there, you know what yeah. I mean? But it's just like, you know... Does he like? I like. Th- there's a certain joy that you get. Like Steph has that, right? Mm-hmm. You see Steph, and when mm-hmm. he, well, I mean, I mean, it's it's. You can laugh when Steph's <laughs> when you're doing Steph kind of things, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. <laughs> like, uh, um, I feel like, you know, it, it, it's not for me to question whether or not he loves the game. It's just mm-hmm. kind of hard to see that. Um, but he, I guess, there is a little bit of you know competitor in him knowing that he wants to do well you know what i mean he's he's such a nice kid and i want him to do well but i don't know man it just seems like there's a lot of pressure being the number two pick and you know he really hasn't responded favorably uh but you know well i think that you hit it right on the head with the pressure i mean he's been a number he is the number two pick and he's playing in a huge market now with steph being healthy for the most part um outside of the tailbone injury yeah, under the bright lights. I mean, James Wiseman is under those bright lights. Anytime Steph is on the court, people are going to pick him apart, especially when you compare him to LaMelo Ball and Anthony Edwards. That's that's the pressure of being a top pick. Like, if you're not performing and you have these other guys that are balling out now, it's. I mean, LaMelo's hurt, but before that, I mean, he was, he was number one in rookie of the year running. Yeah, yeah. And Wiseman is not even cracking the, those two guys right now, right? Like he's not even in the conversation. So I'm sure there's a level of frustration with him. Just just because, dude. To, I'm sure he want he wants to be able to perform and be able to be in that conversation. And it's frustrating because maybe at the end of the day, also, is the system that Kerr is running right for Wiseman? Because if you look at the Warriors mm-hmm. system, when was the last time a big man besides Dre truly benefited in that system? It's not really made for big men. Like mm-hmm. the big men are yeah. only the support, you know, like support as in block shots, rebound, and then let the, let the other guys kind of run the show. And 
we're putting a lot of pressure on Wiseman because we're, we're you guys are expecting, <coughs> excuse me, him to come in and put up a certain level of numbers. Again, that's that's to each their own. We don't know how you guys felt going in, what what you what your expectations were, but definitely not what his numbers are now. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I, I I was thinking, I was hoping for Javale McGee ish, mm-hmm. you know, at least from the beginning, and then mm-hmm. and then further development. But he's just he's 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 not there yet. Yeah. He's definitely not there yet. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I, I have to think like he is one that grew up just being amazing at basketball, being like the the the, the guy. Yeah. Growing up, and then all of a sudden he goes here and he's like bottom of the. You know, bottom of the totem pole kind of thing and starting over again. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know. I, I just I, I do fi- I, I do find that his personality seems to be mopey. But I also wonder if it's because he's just a perfectionist and that's he just mm-hmm. wants to perform well. And he puts so much, like you guys said, he puts so much pressure on himself on himself and being under the, the spotlight that he's just he's just mad. And um, I don't know. It's still early to say, but I, I always I always look back to like when Steph started, and I, I think Steph was still mm-hmm. like voted number two rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. And and um, it was uh, what, what was the guy's name on Ty the Kings? Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Tyreek Evans. Evans. That oh, guy yeah. was a monster. That he was. was. But then he was a beast. Twenty. Year, I think he was like twenty-five and five. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then, but then years later, it's like Steph. Steph was the guy that, out of that out of that mm-hmm. draft. But that's like years later. Yeah. So I'm wondering about now too. It's like we'll have to look maybe three to five years down the road to see who actually was 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 great in this. Because right now, uh, it, it's it's uh, it's it's Edwards. It's uh, it's Lamella Ball and it's uh, Halliburton. Yep. Yeah. Those those guys and and their guards. Yep. And it took it took it took forever for for Looney. Looney's not a number two draft pick, but mm-hmm. it took forever for Looney to pick it up. And I'm like, I don't get why you guys drafted this guy. He's I mean, he's a twenty something round pick, but mm-hmm. why'd you guys pick him? He keeps talking about this high IQ and all that stuff. And then it's like years down the road, it's like, oh, now I see why you picked this guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that years down the road, Wiseman's gonna come come to fruition and that this is the actual player that that we were envisioning him to be mm-hmm. but we'll see jack see you're seeing the front front row seat mm. to the angel to my devil man yeah. he's really talking <laughs> me off the ledge because this time i'm like dude we he's not doing what we need him to do <laughs> look like i mean i'm i'm right in the middle i i agree with both of your points i think there's a lot to be optimistic about because when you do see him in kind of those flash in the pan moments and you're like man he has all the tools he really does have all the tools but when you see him in other moments you he's just he seems incapable of using the tools right now because mm-hmm. it's not even about heart it's just as as charles was saying i think he's so used to dominating the competition whatever level he played before which was high school and then he barely played a college season that it, he isn't going to just jump over people now <laughs> this mm-hmm. is not where you can just use your like his physical prowess and be able to dominate the game and it becomes a mental game after that which is you have to work on the fundamentals and stick to it you know it's it's a lot of work and i think that's what wiseman is realizing like damn i gotta put in a lot of work i can't just (laughs) i'm playing with the big boys now yeah for reals i mean look at if you're honestly averaging barely six rebounds a game as a a seven one guy that means you're not yeah, whatever skill set that you were bringing in before, and you're probably he was probably averaging like freaking 15, 20 boards in high school or whatever. Like, this is a different level, bro. It's a total yeah. different level. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Um, how big is this injury? Like, mm. you know, how does it impact 
the Warriors. I'm kind of curious what you guys you guys think. I got I got my thoughts, but you know. Yeah, Charles. Uh, well, for for me, it's like because we're we're trying to do two things, right? Mm. We're we're trying to make the playoffs. We're trying to I don't know if extend, but we're we're trying to to maximize Steph's window, mm-hmm. right? And and at the same time, then we're trying to develop Wiseman, who's supposed to be our kind of our, our Kawhi to the, to the Tim Duncan in the Spurs, mm-hmm. right, situation, right? So that, that I mean, I, I'll, I'll say this, like, Wiseman's progression now is going to, it's going to, it's going to come to a halt until, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll find out when. But I guess now we can kind of focus on on, on Steph and just trying to get into the playoffs because I know they, they do play better without without Wiseman. Mm-hmm. My, my only concern is that it's, it might be too late now. I mean, it, it, I kind of wish that this happened a little bit sooner mm-hmm. uh, in the sense that we then could have focused on, we had, we had two open spaces, that uh, two open roster spots that we could have got someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could have got like a, I don't know, a dead man, uh, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. a Boogie Cousins mm-hmm. or, or, or someone to kind of help bolster and get some, some veteran help mm-hmm. uh, to, to assist us moving forward to at least try to get into the play-in. Mm-hmm. So it's sad to say that we're trying to get into the play-in, but mm-hmm. uh, that that's going to be the focus now, so... That's where I'm at with this. Mm. How about you, JC? Uh, see, for me, I mean, it really just depends on how big the injury is. Just because right now they're being kind of cryptic in terms of the extent of the injury. It seems mm-hmm. like there's a tear. Mm-hmm. Um, but best case scenario, based on what I'm hearing in the airwaves, um, you know, if it's like a really minor one, doesn't need surgery, mm-hmm. very much similar to like the, the the Lamello situation. You can rehab it, and mm-hmm. maybe in three or four weeks he can come back. Yeah, I don't even know how that kind of aligns with the the end of the season if we're even still in contention, where mm-hmm. it would be worth for him to to come back. Um, but if it's on the 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 more severe end, you know, that might creep up to past the season even to summer league which really concerns me just because i feel like this is going to be a really important summer Mm -hmm. for for james wiseman um we see all of the sort of deficiencies in his game and the only way that he can get better is just get reps against the big boys right Mm -hmm. and you know even summer league is going to be sort of a crucial sort of you know uh, testing ground for him to compete with sort of NBA level competition Mm -hmm. and that really worries me that like I feel like I'm always I'm I'm always ready to just kind of punt on this season just because like what Charles was saying is like we were playing quote-unquote better without him anyways uh just because his plus minus is just terrible he's Mm kind of he's kind of (laughs) sorry on defense at this point so Mm -hmm. like in terms of like competing this year I don't think it really matters as much that he's out there mm-hmm. outside of Jokic, you know, just, you know, posting up Kaval Looney and just dominating. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, it's not really going to, you know, it's not going to make that much of a difference this year. But my bigger concern is like how how severe is this injury that is going to affect his development towards next year and getting those reps on Summer League. Like, mm. there's just so much stuff that goes on with him that he can't get any continuity. And mm. that, that concerns me that he mm. can't, he just can't get he can't play basketball enough to get better and i don't know um you know for me i'm almost like just ready to just kind of put a put a close to this frustrating season for him mm. and just look forward to what he can bring year two or 
if we're gonna go for win now, I know Charles kind of brought that 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 topic up, you know, make him uh, a valuable asset, you know, to to be potentially traded because I don't want them to see him as damaged goods. Hey, hey Jack and JC, mm. do you, I, I now I have a question fr- from that from mm. that from that point because it's a good point for sure, JC. <laughs> Do, if if it's only three three to four weeks that he's he's out and he can come back, if if you're the club owner, if you're the organization, do you want to bring him back or would you rather just say you know just just sit? We'd rather have you play in summer league, and not have him play in the mm. in the playoffs. So, and, and say we do get in the playoffs. Mm. Man, there's just a lot of variables that come into play. Mm-hmm. Like where the team is at that point, are they in you know in contention to be in a play-in game? Are they going to make a run to be actually higher in the standings to to make a run? Because I do feel like that competition uh, can be can be crucial, right? Mm-hmm. Or we just bomb the next week and a half, and mm. it's pointless to bring him back. So it's hard for me to answer that question. Ask me in a, in three weeks if he's even capable of coming back, and I'll make a call. But it really just depends on where the season is. I but, think I think if you're management and you deem him healthy enough to come back, they probably obviously do their due diligence. They wouldn't have him on the court if there's a risk. A further injury that they would want yeah. him to play again this is of course taking in that they're ramping up him the usual method that they would to get a player back onto the court and playing full speed that if he's if they're able to deem him fully healthy they would definitely play him why not like what are they holding him back for <laughs> right at this point it's like it's just any like as jc said reps is everything mm-hmm. and summer league reps is not the same as NBA reps, but if anything, he needs summer league reps because that would have been the normal progression, right? He comes into yeah. summer league and he plays summer league. He gets his beak wet, and then he starts to realize, okay, this is the level of competition before the big leagues that I'm working with. Yeah. Okay, I got a little confidence playing against this kind of level, and then moving into mm. the next step, it's like building that confidence because it's all about confidence, man. In sports, it, it really is about confidence, and it's the mental game. And he's young, dude. He's like 19 years old, so. When you get five, six games bad string in a row, where you just feel like, dude, I'm not doing anything right. I'm rushing everything. The game is moving way faster than you can comprehend. I'm sure that's the that's the dip in the confidence. And yeah, you got Dre like in your ear, really trying to boost you up. But it's different when you're not performing, regardless of whoever's you know talking you up. You know, you're still not putting you know the numbers that or the or the game out there that you feel like you're capable of. And that's the thing where reps is everything. And playing with this team is everything. I mean, I know Clay's going to be back next season, but, you know, it's it's all about development. Trust me, I've seen the Lakers develop their players for the last couple of years, mm, and true. reps is everything, man. Like, yeah. And look at these guys that the Lakers traded away for 80, worth it for sure because of the title, but they're flourishing, man. Look at Julius Randle. It took him years, dude. It's not like when he came in, actually, when he came into the league, he got hurt the first game. He was out the whole year. And then the next year, he started doing a little better, and then now he's an all-star. And we all know where B.I. is. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's flourishing. And Alonzo, eh, you know. But again, this is years later, man. So with Wiseman, it's just going to take time. And I think that's the tough part for, for J.C. in particular. Um, with this window, and I want to bridge us to the next topic, when Steph is in his prime, you know, like developing Wiseman, it's not the normal viewpoint you're going to have. This is why we're having the conversation. It's not like, okay, you know what? He's not doing that well. We'll be fine. Give him two, three years. It's like, all right, two, three years for him. If it's going to take three to four years, how old Steph going to be? <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not good. 
So he'll be uh, LeBron's age. <laughs> exactly. And LeBron's a freak of nature and he's still now he's starting to hit a wall. He got an ankle injury. He's been out the last three, four weeks and that's for LeBron, that's unheard of. <laughs> I mean, this man True. is literally Iron Man. But um for Steph, look, he hurt his tailbone and he's still being he's ginger on it, right? So yeah, the question to you, Charles, is for for Steph this year, in his prime, how is it how do you look at it as a Warriors fan? I mean, I know you guys talked about this, bantered this around. Is he a superstar and can he carry a team? Because this is the season that he is actually in the spotlight where he's carrying the team. Yeah, for sure. Well, the, my, my thing is, you know, do, do you do you make your team, you know, what, what, what is a superstar, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, it, it seems like it's a few things. At least that, that's what, that's how people look at it is, do you make your teammates better? Mm-hmm. Um, do you make your, do you make your overall team better? Does it translate to wins? Mm-hmm. I, 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 and I, I think the other thing too is just um, in a one-on-one situation, who do you, who do you want the who do you want the ball in their hands to take the last shot or, or to mm-hmm. make the last play, mm-hmm. right? And, and I, I, I see, and I don't know if it's just because of our system that doesn't allow for Steph to to do the James Harden to do the 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 LeBron James where it's like you know I, I want the ball in my hands in the last few seconds and then I'm. I'm just gonna dribble, 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 and then you know do whatever I do whatever mm-hmm. I do. That's not how the offense offensive makeup is. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a luxury of having KD, so it's like that didn't allow for for stuff to 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 do that. Mm-hmm. And that that's that's where for me it's like to, to me it, it, in my heart of hearts I, I think he's a superstar. Mm-hmm. I, I I think around the league they might think differently because he doesn't do those things. He doesn't do the the Dame Lillard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna take the last shot. I'm gonna have the ball in my hands. I'm gonna take the last shot. Um, but I, I also feel like it, it might be the system. I mean, if, if you notice, like with, with Wiseman, we, we've, we've simplified the system because like what you're saying, Jack, mm-hmm. uh, our centers were mainly screeners. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we were fortunate enough to have some good passers, so that mm-hmm. helped out a lot too. Um, and Wiseman's none of those things. Yeah. And so now we're doing a lot more pick and roll, which to me is fun because I like, I like seeing Steph and Wiseman kind of work together. And I started seeing their chemistry kind of build a little bit more, uh, but then you know, Wiseman got injured. So to go back to the to the question, Steph definitely makes his his team better because mm-hmm. all the defensive focus on are, the mm-hmm. defensive focus is always going to be on Steph. Mm-hmm. So that leaves the other guys open. It, it, my thinking is that if you if you make your team, you're going to make your team better because you're going to get them open shots. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're open and you have the shot and you take it or you know you turn it over or whatever, that, that's a lot of what's been happening. Is the open guy will have have the ball, they'll turn it over or they'll, they'll make they'll make a a, 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 not a good, not a good decision. They'll, they'll make a bad decision, mm-hmm. and then or, or they miss, mm-hmm. and and a lot of it is, is that. So, I, I it, that's what makes it hard for me. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, I'm just gonna say I think I think Steph's a superstar, and I think the 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 plays that Steve Kerr has set don't allow for him to to be the the one on one Dame Lillard dagger. I'm gonna take the dagger shot. Mm. You got any thoughts, JC? <laughs> No, let's move on. Next time. <laughs> Just kidding. Absolutely, dude. Steph is a superstar, mm. dude. I I can't even believe that this would be a question. Like, mm. the man literally changed like the way the game is is played. What else do you need? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to name like all the other things? The amount of gravity that he 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 uh, he plays with that really you know like. He makes everyone in his on his team better just by mm-hmm. the sheer amount of gravity and threat 
that he brings as he walks on the court. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like people are triple teaming him, and it makes players. Although <laughs> Andrew Wiggins has been stinking recently, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you know, players like mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins to be a little bit you know, you know, puts them in situations where they can succeed better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like from a basketball perspective. From an impact perspective, you mm-hmm. can make the argument that Steph definitely is a super. I mean, people are crowning Lamelo to be a superstar at this point, dude. Yeah, oh, God. okay, are people, are over, people are over. Yeah, you know though. what I mean, <laughs> right? So I'm just saying. So Steph absolutely is a superstar. Mm-hmm. If you even want to go from like a media standpoint, business mogul, mm-hmm. like you know, when Steph was not playing, ratings were down. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Even if LeBron was like dominating the league, like there's just a certain sort of gravitas that kind of comes with Steph and mm-hmm. just the amount of joy and global sort of impact that he could bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So he definitely is a superstar. Obviously, he doesn't fit the mold in terms of like, you know, being this Adonis athlete. He's, for all things considered, almost like just a regular guy. Mm-hmm. But what makes him a superstar is he's just a regular guy that can do extraordinary things. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes him so, so special. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why, relating back to the, the first question, that's why we should capitalize on his window. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a once-in-a-generation talent, mm-hmm. dude. Like... I mean, I get Wiseman. He kind of fell into our lap because we shit the bed last year. Mm. But, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we'd be lucky if we any of these draft picks can even be, like, 75% of what Steph can do. And we definitely need to, you know, capitalize on that window. So, bar none, he's a superstar. And I know that... the. the I know the Warriors are trying to do the Spurs thing and try. I mean, the mm-hmm. Kawhi Tim Duncan thing, and it's really, really tough. We're seeing it right now. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's possible. I am questioning that. Mm-hmm. Coming into the season, I was just like, "Yeah, we'll do it." But now, I don't know, man. I'll put all the t- chips on the table and say, "You know what, dude? Let's just cash in while he's here, because he's not going to be here for much longer." I think the the difficult. First of all. Steph's a superstar. I mean, when you have your player, your superstar injury, and you lose by sixty points, you realize how important he is. You know, like that alone <laughs> yeah, yeah, should determine. <laughs> your, this is one man that sat up. I mean, I know Dre didn't play for that game, but you guys lost by sixty. That's just it's just embarrassing, but it's also that's how important he is. <laughs> Ouch! Um, Forgot about uh, that already. So, Salt in the wound, man. So, sorry Salt about that. Wound. Sorry about that. Um, but I mean. We talked about this in the beginning. When Clay went down, you just as a team you can't recover from that. Like as from a team building perspective, I mean you guys paid him the big bucks, right? You you're paying Steph, Dre, and Clay the big bucks. One of them goes down, it's gonna be a long road, you know. And I think it just goes to show how great Steph is. But this is what I wanted to ask you guys. So Steph's a superstar. Dre he plays that complementary role a lot of the criticism is going to occur now because mm-hmm. you look at Phil Jackson, right? When he didn't have, when MJ retired, he still made that team a winning team. They were, they were good still with Scotty people running the show. So is the expectation, even though Clay's not here and Steph's a superstar and granted he hasn't been healthy every game, but he's played most of the game so far and Dre, you know, in and out a little bit, but still in con- decently been there. Is is the record now? Should it be indicative 
of what you guys should be at considering Steph is healthy and he's actually putting up record numbers, dude. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think with, with, with Kerr, I, I mean, I, I, I like him. I mean, he, he took us from uh, what getting beat by the, by the Clippers to, to winning championships, right? Mm-hmm. He just, the, the, I, I liked how Mark Jackson kind of started us off getting us in the right foot, focusing on defense. Um, and then, you know, I, I just don't think Mark Jackson was a true X's and those guy from an offensive offensive standpoint. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like Steve Kerr kind of just added that extra. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and, and but the thing was, he never was brought in to help <laughs> develop, and and even adjust because he all the all the players are already in place, mm-hmm. like having having Clay in, in there and having having Draymond and 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 all, all the other guys that we had, um, everyone was in place. So for for Steve Kerr, it was it was. It seemed like it's pretty easy to help implement the the plays that he wants to to to, to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he he talks about not wanting to do pick and roll, not not wanting to do Houston Rockets uh, uh, dribble 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 James Harden offense, mm-hmm. right? He didn't want that. That was too simple, and it'd, it'd be too predictable. So he never wanted to go go down to that level. But now he's trying to simplify things. I I, I honestly think he's still trying to learn himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there are times where I, I, I've been pissed off at Kerr. I mean, especially this, this, the past game against um, JC. Remind me again, two games ago. Well, I forget all the games that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I can't help you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, the, the, you guys can look it up. No, it was. It was. It was. Man, I. So we just lost to. Uh, Washington. <clears throat> Washington. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. you. That, that Washington game. JC and I were like, why didn't you play the. The, the the free throw game at the end. Mm-hmm. You have the you have the best free throw uh, shooter in the game. Uh, you you have like 19 seconds left in the game. You're up by three. Just foul. Just foul and play the free throw game. Mm-hmm. What does he do? He lets them play. Mm-hmm. He thinks that our defense is gonna gonna stand the test of time and, and be able to 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 play this out and we'll, we'll get the win. Mm-hmm. What happens? That that that, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. We we they they, they, they so I forget who shoots shoots the shot, but somehow Bradley Beal gets the gets the shot. Uh, he gets an open open shot at three point uh, three pointer in the corner, and then uh, Wiggins, who's been playing really good defense actually, mm-hmm. uh, but for some reason he 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 had a, a, a he had a a, boneheaded a, a bonehead a moment and, and he and he, fa- he fouled the three point shoot he fouled Bradley Beal Oof. Bradley Beal swished that three pointer in, tied the game and then they went up they go up by one because Oof. he hits the free throw brutal so it's like come on man like that uh, wouldn't have happened if we just played the free throw game. Come on, man! Your, your team is not high IQ like how how it used to be with Andre Iguodala, with with mm. with Asdot, uh, it, and 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 Bogut and and all these other guys. It's like we don't have those guys anymore. We, mm. our, our guys are are not to that level right now. So you have to you have to play games like that, mm. and you have to adjust. And I, there are times where I don't think Steve Kerr is adjusting fast enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I still like Kerr, um, but I, I do feel like I think he needs to adjust more quickly. It, mm. It's it's not happening enough. Mm. therein lies the problem dude mm. the problem is like we just don't have enough talent mm-hmm. i mean honestly that true. 60 point blowout so that 60 point blowout game dude it's just we're just a bunch of glorified freaking g league players playing in the nba mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so this true. is the result of the whole thing that jack was saying about the payroll mm-hmm. pretty much is 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 top heavy with staff clay Dre Andrew Wiggins at this point. Oh, yeah. Andrew Wiggins, mm. you know, for the amount uh, I mean, he's get he's making the same amount of money as Joel Embiid. Just wow. imagine. If yeah. you really think about that. Wow. Like if you look at the numbers, 
right? The amount of production per dollar mm-hmm. that you get, taking an L over there. Mm-hmm. So, wow. I mean, we could blame Kerr's system. Mm-hmm. and de- I mean, you know, Kerr <clears throat> needs to be criticized because, I mean, that's why you get paid the big bucks and that's why you're the head coach. You got to adjust with your personnel. But the reality is we just don't have enough talent mm-hmm. on the roster. I Very thought true. coming into the, like, I was optimistic in the season that, you know, Steph, the superstar, would be enough. That's why I, I kind of give LeBron a little bit more credit when he had all those scrubs. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't, you know what I mean? But, uh, but, um, the Cavs or the Lakers? Both. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, but uh, yeah, it's just the, the players suck. I mean, I like these guys. They're all good guys, yeah. but they're just not good enough to compete with the NBA-level competition. Late rotation and, guys, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, even Jordan Poole, mm-hmm. who's, you know, been having a little bit of resurgence, he's just, uh, he's not ready for the big time. A lot of them are young players, granted, mm-hmm. right? And there needs to be a lot of development, but that's, I mean, that's where the we're at an impasse right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. I, I think the organization needs to take a step back and and think about what they really want to do. Just because, you know, it's just it's it's not gonna work, man. This this team is not enough. This this the squad, it, it, it like there, there doesn't seem to be a game plan, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like Kerr's struggles. Could be compa- can be related to a lot of the front office mistakes, quote unquote, mm-hmm. uh, that they have made this past season. Maybe they were trying to make some moves and they just couldn't make it just because of the injury. I, you know, I don't know what's happening, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's just not the team, man. It's not the team. I want to throw this question to Charles since we're talking about the team construction. Yep. Seeing as how you're kind of seeing how Wiggins fits in and Ubre, I know again, Clay not being there, it's a whole different ball game in terms of when clay comes back it's gonna look really different and how the the system fits but given what you know now and the team construction who do you want to stay who do you feel like doesn't fit i mean yeah what are these moving pieces who's in who's out (laughs) uh if i had my way Mm -hmm. we'd only keep steph and wiseman and that's it. Ooh. I want to get rid of everyone else. Well, and Clay, <laughs> if I had Clay, my way, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Clay, yeah, of course, Clay. But um, yeah, but but honestly, like I, I, I kind of this is where I kind of take the, the JC Devil role mm. in the sense that I, I don't I don't know what value our other guys have for us to be able to make moves unless we give up valuable draft assets. That's the only thing I, I can think of for how we're gonna get rid of folks. I mean, there's some people where they're they're gonna be able to. They might take an Andrew Wiggins with, with his crazy contract, but in all honesty, I don't think we're going to be able to do that mm-hmm. and and still try to keep our value, valuable draft assets because I think those are our only assets. Yeah. Everyone else on this on this team, aside from like trading stuff, which I would never want to do, mm-hmm. uh, we don't we don't have much value. Maybe Wiseman if, if if we can if we can show that he's he's not as bad as people think he is, mm-hmm. but uh, even then, it's like I, I I'm thinking I I'd almost rather us just go for the gusto and and just get people out draymond i i i love draymond but for the price that we're paying for him and and what he does on the court and especially with his offensive game just disappearing yeah. I, i'm okay with, with with letting him go um of course i'd want we'd want something in return that's gonna allow whatever would allow steph to to still be able to compete in his prime mm-hmm. I, I would want to do 
but to be honest, like I don't think we have assets that would, that people would want. Mm -hmm. We would be coming from a weaker position, mm -hmm. and we would we would lose out on every single trade that we would do. Oof. I think we're gonna lose Ubre. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think he's gonna resign with us, and then we're gonna have to play out Wiggins' contract, mm -hmm. and we're just gonna have to live with draft picks. That's that's what I think realistically is going to happen. Mm. Ooh, uh, that's bleak, man. <laughs> I don't know, yes, JC. Sir. I don't know, man. Team building's hard, dude. So you know what I think? I think they should just pay the luxury tax. The The team has made over 10 times more on their investment. They paid, what, 450 mm. mil uh, to buy mm. the team. And mm. what the, the team is priced at, what, $5 billion or $7 billion? Yep. yep. You know? They build this new stadium, you know, with the with the thought that they would be selling out the house. They will when it comes. But yeah. you think they'd sell out the house well, if the team's not competitive? Oh well, no! But would you think they'd sell out the house if uh, if, if as long as Steph's playing, they'll sell out the house. I don't know. I guess you had a front row seat to Kobe when, oh, yeah. when he had those rough teams. We were selling out. But I I I don't buy. I'm not gonna shell out any money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll just watch from TV, but I'm not gonna go to the games if I, if I'm gonna see the basketball that I'm seeing right now. Shit needs to change, bro. That's true. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to. And Jack was kind of calling me out, you know, sounding entitled uh, uh, as a Warriors fan. <laughs> but and and you guys can legit check me on this. But like, honestly, like, you know, for me, it's like, like I, I was telling Jack this, like mm -hmm. the, you know, don't don't get it twisted that uh, feeling entitled is the same thing as having basketball standards. Mm -hmm. And right now, the standard of basketball is really, 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 really poor. Yeah. And I, I just, it's it's not, you know, for the money that they're asking for us to go watch these games, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. not worth it. Mm -hmm. Like, and the, the management needs to understand that. And it's just, it's just, they need to come up with a better plan. Yeah. And honestly, you got to spend money to make money. It's like cards, bro. Like mm -hmm. you got to get in these box breaks to be able to get the the Zion rookie cards. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, yeah, Joe Lake is a good businessman. Mm -hmm. He understands this. I know we're coming in in a pandemic, but the dollars are out there. People are, you know, spending thousands of dollars to buy cards. They'll go to a good game or two. You know what I mean? Uh, if it if it's worth it, if it's a good product. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I mean. They made all this money from the run. Mm -hmm. They can make it back if they feel the competitive team. They know that they can make that money. So, you know, bite the bullet. Pay the... I mean, it's not my money, so it's easy for me to mm -hmm. say that. You know what I mean? But it's just like, I don't know. Pay these veterans. Take some risks. Well, I guess... Don't waste it kinda the, come, the window. It kind of comes down to what Charles is saying. It's like, I don't think it's even a matter of money. It's... It worked before. The... You know, like the Warriors make a lot of smart decisions. And at that time, they were light years ahead. But when you pay the Piper and you pay all these guys, like there's only there's only so much money can buy you at this point because it's all about flexibility, right? Like you look at your assets right now. How how valuable is Wiggins? How valuable is Ubre? right? Like even if you want to, to kind of spin these guys into to a vet that, you know, is making decent money that's on the tail of his career but can impact wins now like who's that guy <laughs> you know who's willing to trade yep. you whatever ex superstar or like all-star let's say for these guys because yeah you don't want to give up core players and what's draymond green's value right now anyways mm -hmm. this guy's getting paid big dollars and 
everyone knows that he's yeah he's kind of the heart and soul of the team but what's his value to another team and that's that's the question that the management's looking at now and i'm sure if they can trade draymond to get acquire a player that can help steph's prime they will do it in a heartbeat there's no loyalty in this game all right it's, they're not looking at Draymond like oh you know we're gonna stay loyal to you just for the simple fact of staying loyal if they can spin him as an asset to something that will help you win now and maximize Steph hell yeah in a blink but that's the problem it's like you guys when you overvalue players and I'm not saying Draymond's overvalued but whatever the market dictates like whatever he's getting paid he seems like he's overvalued for the skill set he has now it worked before it was great mm-hmm. when you had clay but you know what? Without Clay, I don't know, man. I mean, he puts up some numbers, but uh, it's it's iffy. And I, I do think he's losing a step because of age, and mm-hmm. that's just the reality. He's getting older, man. Like, and he's getting paid big dollars for his impact is not as great as it was in those prime years that he was. You guys were winning titles. That's that's the the sad reality. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, absolutely. Couldn't agree. Couldn't agree with you more. So, but that, and, and, and yeah, and that, that that's why it's 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 tough because I, I do feel like Draymond is, is a glue guy. Yeah. He he does help direct the defense. He does help direct the offense. Mm-hmm. He's a guy he's only he's one of the only guys that's t- trying to help screen Steph to try to get him open because yeah. that's that's how the plays were and the other guys didn't really do that. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna see Andrew Wiggins try to pass the ball oh, not no. not that much. And and, and Ubre, forget about it. So um, I, I'd love to see like a, a some sort of a ball handler or, or a, a playmaker. I'd, I'd love to get Lonzo Ball. I know he's not not playing well, but if we could have traded Lonzo Ball for for Ubre straight up, I, I would have loved that. But, Dude, it comes down to honestly, Ubre and Wiggins just don't fit the system. Like as you said, the ball sticks to the hands, and you guys have yeah. been watching Warriors basketball for a long time. This is this system is not about the ball sticking to your hands. Like when it does, it kills everything. If some guy needs to do some one-on-one shit, if you're not KD, then it ain't going to work well exactly. <laughs> when you're paired with Steph and Dre who like to move the ball. <laughs> it, it's just not going to fit well. And I think it's that's, if anything, being exposed because as JC said, if Wiggins is being paid as much as Embiid, that's not <laughs> good, dude. <laughs> Talk uh, about return on investment. So yeah, painful. I'm just saying though, if that's the case, if it's the system, then why they draft Wiseman? You know what I mean? Like Wiseman doesn't quote unquote fit the system. Like they're trying to do, like they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. They. I mean, if that's the case, then maybe they should have drafted. I. I mean, it's easy to say in hindsight because we yeah. all wanted Wiseman <laughs> during the draft. Yes. Like, you know. Yeah. But it's just like if that's the case, if they truly are light years ahead. And they should have drafted Lamelo because they could have he could have fit the system a little bit better. You know what I mean? Like, uh, or or someone else, Halliburton, trade down or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, if that's really what they believe in, mm-hmm. then you know, then 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 plant your flag on that. Or if you think that it could, you know, there there are many ways to skin a cat. Then start working on uh, on. Evolving that system. Well, I think it goes back to Clay's injury. I mean, we did a podcast when Clay got hurt, and it was literally on the eve mm. of the draft. So they were mm. going into the season, probably already scouted out and said and thought, you know what, with Clay, Steph, Dre, you know, we need a five. <laughs> but he got hurt literally on the day of the draft. It's and it's hard to change up everything, you know, one day before or yeah. like even the day. It was the day of the draft, right? Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you, uh. you got to make that gut call then and there. It's like, it's hard, especially after all this scouting and, and stuff. And that's the part in retrospect. Yeah. Like it makes sense now to be like, Oh, you know what? Maybe drafting LaMelo ball would have been the right move, but you're, you go into the season thinking Clay's healthy and we just need a five, an athletic five that fits in that can just yeah. um, rim run and block some shots. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, that's the real part. That's why JC's so pissed because it's just bad luck. You know, like if it happened, oh, yeah. whatever, like a week later, you know, or like a, you know, a week, two weeks before, maybe it would have changed. Who knows? Who knows at the end of the day? But it's definitely, you're right. Like in retrospect, looking at it, did it make sense, you know, with this yeah. team and how he's playing? It's like, and how the game is going to, <laughs> does it make sense? Yeah. You know, if you're not MB talent, like, does it make sense to draft a big guy? <laughs> I don't want to put this energy out there, but maybe it's because of the... Um the injury today but you know i'm worried that james wiseman might be greg odin 2.0 mm. you know what i mean mm. well Embiid was the same way though that's true he was injured he was. injured beginning of the years beginning of his years too so see angel to my yeah, devil dude yeah that's a, actually that's a good counter that is like a legitimate good counter. Uh, there you go uh, and i guess that we'll find out but yeah i'm more on the odin side right now today right this mm-hmm. moment uh, and Charles is on the unbeat side. That's why I love the guy, man. <laughs> it works well. That's why this works well, man. I mean, it's been a good conversation because this Warrior season being up and down and the future right in, like, well, the present right in your face, but the future of Wiseman playing out, it's all these moving variables. As a Warrior fans, being frustrated and trying to balance what makes sense for the team, man, it's, it's, a, it's a wild ride right now. I don't. Yeah, I, I I know this because I hear from JC all the time, <laughs> and I, I I like I have sympathy because, look, as JC said, man, this is Steph's prime. I mean, you see him playing out there; he's he's a superstar. Like, there's no, there's no, you know, yeah, there's no denying there's that. There's no argue. Yeah. yeah. How, how was that for you, Jack? When when it was Kobe and and the young guys, you know, like is that painful? Yeah. Hell yeah. Because I mean. You see guys, a guy like Kobe, he's not, he doesn't want to waste time. Like, he knows his prime. And I'm sure there's frustration with Steph. And he's a different kind of superstar. He's not voicing it as much. Like, Kobe did not m- mince words. He told management. He demanded trade. You know, like, that's not something Steph would do. But it was tough to watch. I mean, he was carrying the team. And it was, yeah, like, first-round exits or whatever. It's... You know, you, you see this guy putting everything out there on the court and you're like, man, we're not yielding the results that for a superstar on his magnitude. And yeah, like it ended up working out towards the end of his career in terms of getting that those two titles, um, getting Pau Gasol. And that's the thing, the Warriors, like, can you guys make a trade for some impact player to that level like Pau Gasol that can just lift Steph Curry for playoff success and it really that guy is clay <laughs> to be honest like you guys have that guy he's just not on the court you know what i mean like that's the frustrating part you know it's it's not like you guys don't have him like literally that's the best shooting backcourt in the history of the nba dude <laughs> yeah no it, it's tough because I, I i think it's the filler parts that's going to make it tough yeah for us because yeah. these guys are getting older um they, they're going to be good but it, i don't i don't think clay adding to, to this team this team that we have mm-hmm. today is going to be enough to yeah, to, to help us. That's, true. That, that's the thing. So I think we have to hit on getting mid level mid level exception guys and, and getting the, the the veteran minimum guys. But I don't think that's enough to get 
the talent that we need. A, 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 Dave, a, new, a, a new version of David West, for instance. We're not going to be able to get that, and that's that's where I'm I'm concerned, and I, I don't know where we're going to go well, with this team. Kind of JC, even with Clay. JC said this when the Clay injury went down, and this is obviously before the draft and the free agency. Like that changed everything. Like these vets that you guys would have get like a David West for a low amount of money because he's a vet and he is savvy and he has toughness. Those guys all decided, why would we go to the Warriors? Exactly. <laughs> it's not a title team. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And time's exactly. ticking. Yeah. Dude, even Game 6 Clay could not help this team. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm telling Dude, you. Dude, Game 6 so Clay was insane, bro. Run. Really? <laughs> That's yeah, like man. worldly okay. talent. Yeah. Uh, we've been, Charles and I have been watching the games, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's ugly, yeah. bro. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guys coming off the bench, uh, number one and two, those guys are, are, are 9, 10, 11 yeah. guys on, on a good roster. Oh. So that that's how that's how it's looking right now. Brutal guys. Michael Jordan <laughs> couldn't save his team. <laughs> wow. Okay. Someone someone needs a the check. Uh, JC dude. Michael Jordan's all time great. He's the, he's the goat, bro. <laughs> MJ I'm and Steph. MJ man. and Steph. <laughs> this, is, this is two years of just yeah, yeah. bad luck. I'm just I know. hella bitter and angry. But you know, what's new? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I'd still like to see if they can just they can get in, stay into the play-in, see, see what, what they do, and get some of the, the younger guys' experience and call it a day for whether Wiseman's there or not. I'll tell you what, JC's, then, um, JC's... Hopefully we get that mini pick. JC's ready just to just... He's like, just end the season. <laughs> Forget <laughs> the play-in. Like... I got my ice cream thawing. <laughs> Charles is asking, are you going to drink tonight? Or uh, And I said, I don't know, man. I might... It's either ice cream. Is it an ice cream kind of night or is it an alcohol kind of night? <laughs> I chose ice cream. You know nice. how bad it is if I'm eating ice cream over a beer. Yeah, and it's like 11 p.m., dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, th- this is a this is a good conversation. I think it's been a while, and we needed to update the whole warrior situation. And there's no there's no clear answers, but it's good to kind of dissect it and see. Especially what Charles thinks, because Charles, we all know you're, you're hardcore, man. I mean, as much as you're the angel, but you're a hardcore fan. I'm glad. I'm actually glad to have your energy because it's it's been tough with JC, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I can can contribute. Um, just just love having these discussions. It's, uh, it's always a good time, man. Yeah, bro. Any final words, JC? <laughs> Just the funeral sound. Just start playing the funeral music. <laughs> the Undertaker sound. <laughs> exactly. Or violins playing. Either one. <laughs> well, you can you can follow us on Ball vs. Life Official. We have a lot of great content as we started this episode with a lot of card rips. And Wax Wednesdays is our thing now. You know, so yeah. ch- scope that out. Please scope it out. I mean, JC's all up on it. He's, he's you know, he's becoming a pro at looking Wax, man. I, I did a little session. It's not easy, actually. He makes it look easy. It's not easy at all. It's, it's fun. Yeah. It's all watch for it. the nostalgia. So watch it. Watch it. Watch the IG. Good stuff. Yeah. Take care, guys. Take care. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks for coming on, Charles. Thank you. Peace. Peace. Peace.